Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review and then we get into our vinyl pickups that leads into the songs of the week and then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler and way out there hundreds of miles away is Jeff. Uh, while you listen, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, give us five stars on there. Please, please, please go do that. I know you have nothing better to do. That's why you're listening to the podcast. Probably true. Uh, also, you know, all the social media is at Asinine Radio. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, hit us up. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can call. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. And we did, we did get a voicemail uh, this past Thursday. <laughs> uh, I, think it, I think it's like a pretty much a wrong number. It's, uh, it, comes, it says the business that called is called Conscious Coastal. Uh, based up in Portland, from what I from what I saw, and it says, "Is this Hunter? You need it. Wait, I'll just fucking play it. I don't care. What? <laughs> yeah, I'll just play it. Hey, uh, is this Hunter? Uh, you needed your property in Neocani mode. <laughs> uh, maybe you run Asinine Radio <laughs> or something. But um, if not, I just got the wrong fucking number, man. Um, <laughs> and that's what? Goodbye now. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's weird because he references Asinine Radio and uses the word Asinine again. It how, it confuses the hell out of me. How would he How would he know? How would he know? What does it say when you I, call? It just it, it gives me the phone number, but th- for whatever reason, this voicemail gave me more than just a phone number. It gave me a, a company called Conscious Coastal. So I looked it up, and it's like a it's like a no, I forgot what it was. A lawn mowing service? No, I don't think it's a lawn mowing service. It's I think they appraise about your pro- your lawn or your property. Yeah, I think it like they appraise properties or something like that. Okay, so I looked it up. Conscious Coastal Cities. It looks like it's a book. Yeah, it's a book, a comprehensive book on building for the future of <laughs> what, coastal cities. Whatever it is, the guy called like he was high. Like, hey, is this Hunter? <laughs> like, why would you leave a message like that? So yeah, I don't know who this guy is. I I really don't. This is really confusing, and um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what do you, what do you make of it? I don't know. I just if he's looking, if he's like some type of landscaping service, leaving a message where he sounds drunk or high is kind of weird, or he's just kind of like, hey, he's hunter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck? That's so fucking weird. Yeah, very bizarre. <laughs> but I'll take it. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Sure, sure, sure. I'm sure, not sure, complaining. Sure, sure. I thought it was funny. All right. And and they called in the middle of the day. It says the call came in at 2.08 p.m. So. What day? Today? I don't know what's up with this guy. No, this is on Thursday. So, what, five days ago? Hmm. Yeah. So, there you go. That was that was a voicemail that we just got. This That's past a weird week. one. It is one. It is a weird one. All right. Uh, so, let's jump right into uh, our Fearless Beer Review. What do we got, Jeff? What do you got? Go. I have another of these lime and salt beers, but this one's Dos Equis. I don't think I've had this one. And this was a this was a recommendation from one of my neighbors. And um, I had the the Modelo, the lime limoni sal Modelo, which I like a lot because it's super salty. And that's a complaint a lot of people have about it is that it's too salty. It's like drinking seawater. But I dig that. I like it. So yeah, I'm gonna try out this uh, this Dos Equis one and see and see how this see how this fares. And uh, maybe it's better. Oh maybe God. it's worse. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it sounds disgusting. It really does. It really I think does. it might have just come out because I just looked it up on fucking Untapped, and I have not checked it in. And there's only been two check-ins. There's no way it just came oh. out. Yeah, it must be new then. I've never heard of it. Oh, wait, what's it called again? Uh, Dos Equis, and then it just says like lime and salt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've definitely never heard of that. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff on Beer Advocate here. Not like a lot. Maybe one page of of 
ratings. I've never even seen this packaging before. Maybe it is that new. But two people, like this big of a beer, only two people on Untapped? I don't know. Yeah, a little weird. It says that the it came out in November 2020. That's when it initially came out uh, as 24-ounce cans in select markets. And then in spring 2021 came the six-packs. Oh, okay. I found a different one here. Um, okay, this makes more sense. So I was looking at a different one that just sold. I think somebody just made a bootleg Dos Equis Lime and Salt. So this one has 4,000 people rating it. So that, that makes more sense. All right, then. You got uh, a beer that sounds not very good. Sounds gross. <laughs> Everything I don't want in my beer is in this beer. Salt, so. lime. Beer. No, I love beer. Uh, okay, so I got I got something I've had before, but I don't think I've ever brought it to the pod. And uh, it's... From Lagunitas, the brewery is Lagunitas, and the beer is Little Something Something Ale. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's kind of a powerful one. I think it's seven point five. Uh, so yeah, seven point five ABV, and I haven't had this for years, so I hope it's still good. I hope I still enjoy it because I have uh, eighteen ounces to drink. So there's that. That's fun. That's a good uh, beer. So yeah, the Little Something Something. Yeah. Yeah, I remember it being really good, but it, like I said, it's been it's been many years since I've had it, so we'll see. And I'm such a such a haze bro now, so That's maybe true. I won't like it. I don't know. We'll see. You've, you've changed, we'll dude. See. You're a haze bro, and, and you're a uh, an anthem man. So an anthem things <laughs> things are changing. I didn't expect you to go there, but okay. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's give kisses, and then we will drink. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you think of yours? Not as salty as the Modelo. So, so I think for the the layman, this one will probably be better. I will choose the Modelo because of it's uh, it's saltier. Saltier. The fucking layman. Yeah, if you're son the, of a bitch, a, a nobody, a loser, poser, <laughs> chode. <laughs> All right. So we have a we have a three point rating system where three is a perfect beer. Two's a good beer. You're gonna continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So, what would you give your your Dos Equis? Um, given that the Modelo is is widely available, I mean, this mm-hmm. is a one. It's really? fine. That low? Yeah, oh. it's, it's fine. I'm not gonna drink it again. But the Modelo is just better. It's got more. Uh, it's got mm-hmm. more salt. It's like seawater. It's like it's like it's like going boogie boarding in a mouthful of water and being like, mm, that was good. Oh, dude, that's so gross. Yeah. Why? Why is that good? Because it's it's uh, it's salty. It's good. I know you've never gone boogie boarding or surfing and done that and said yum. No. After you take a, a mouthful of water. No, I, I've I've actually vomited on the water before after I oh, take a mouthful too. of water. <laughs> it's so gross. It is fucking disgusting. And then really thinking about like everything that's actually in the ocean too. Makes it even more gross. Well, especially the fact that you are also peeing right around you, and that water is probably going into your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then sometimes when you get the mouthful of water, the gulp of water, you get the sand in your mouth too. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, you crunch on it. Oh, that's terrible. Terrible. Like you you can't help but like once you get that, and, and it's never just like a sip because you can just spit sips out. For some reason, it's always a gulp, like a good, always yeah, a good gulp. And it's it's involuntary because it, it, there's so much that goes in your mouth that your your first reaction is to swallow it yeah. so, you, so you, you have a belly full so you have a belly full of salt water and then all the salt water left in your mouth and it's 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 a terrible terrible feeling but. like for me it's it's gross and then i get angry just like very very angry <laughs> very upset but then and then you have all that adrenaline pumping through you because normally when that happens you've fucking you've crashed and you've been taken under the water and thrown around underwater so then it's like you have that adrenaline pumping because you're you almost died and then it's just it's a, a wide range of emotions that go that happens within a probably ten second span. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, enough about the ocean, right? Yeah, but this is good. <sighs> this is this is like that, but add a little bit of lime to it. <laughs> but you give it a one, but you're still gonna drink it. Oh, that the Dos Equis will. No, I should try it one. It's not bad. It's just not as much salt as I want. But you drink it again, so that's two. Um, I mean, I will drink it again because I, uh, I, we bought a six pack, but I will never ever buy this so long as Modelo is available. Okay, all right, whatever. Mm, just saying. 
If that's how you want to interpret it, that's fine. Cause them to seize them. That's all I can do. No, it's wrong. All right, my uh, my little sum sum. This is really good. This is this is uh, better than I was expecting because I totally forgot what it tasted like. But it's not, it's not overly hoppy. This is really good. This is very very good. There there are parts of it that kind of taste like bubble gum, and that, that was a surprise weird. too. Okay, it's weird, but it it works surprisingly well. I really dig this, so I'm I'm stoked on it. I'm glad I got this one. Hmm. Oh man, that's good. Solid. Hmm. Uh, so I'll give this beer. I'll give this a two point five. Woo! It's Woo. that good of an IPA. It's a solid solid IPA, even though this is a big beer. Um, I have no shame. I don't care. I, I find don't that care. I find that when I go to a bar now, if I see, because out here in Arizona, we it's there's a lot of different selection, and so if I see Lagunitas and it's it's nine times out of ten the IPA, uh, I'll just get it because I know it's good. I like it, and I just don't. I don't. I don't have it that often. I don't need to. Like yeah. one time at a bar every every month or so is fine for me, but it's good. I like it. Yeah, their their regular IPA is solid. I think it's better than Stone's IPA, their flagship IPA. I, I yeah, think Lagunitas is better. But once you you get into like the other stuff, Stone is way better than Lagunitas. Stone's but, trash. No, Stone's good though. I have a fifty dollars gift card too. I got to use that. <laughs> but I got to go to the brewery to use it though. I can't just like use it at a store. So I got to go to Wait. fucking San Diego. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. But I'm kind of thinking of like making a baseball day out of it because the the tap room is literally right next to Petco Park. So I figure you can go watch a game, Padres game and then hit up Stone after that. What 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 are you huffing about? Because that sounds like a perfect day. If I had oh. a perfect day, <laughs> I would have it start this way. <laughs> and their their tap room is really cool. I've been there. I've been to the tap room once. But then I've never seen a game at Petco Park. So I'd like to go there and I've see I've never game. been to either. Really? So, yeah, I've never been to Petco. I've never been to Stone. I'm surprised you've never been to that stadium. I know. It's annoying. It, it's because it it's one of those things where it was just like, oh, it's so close. I'll go some point. And then I moved <laughs> away. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about Dodger Stadium. It's an iconic stadium, but I've never, ever been to that, to that place. I've been to like 100 Dodger games. Really? Yeah, I hate every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but you kept going. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, did Raul leave a? Oh, he probably didn't leave anything. Any review, right? No, not on mine. No. Well, he did leave a review for mine. Oh. And uh, this dates back to September first, twenty thirteen. So nine years ago, almost nine years ago. This is what Raul had to say about this beer. A little some some. Hotter than Nina Agdal's Twitter feed. A little some some seemed ripe for the occasion. This wait. This done sucker can get Raul into trouble. 7.5%, but it goes down <laughs> quicker than... Get your mind out of the gutter, my minions. But yeah, this dang sucker sucker is smoother than my baby mama after she gets waxed. Smooth, supple, more flavor than J-Lo chewing on bubblegum. Yep. What the fuck? There you go. Fucking Raul, man. Like, <laughs> I, fucking... said, like I said, this beer can get him into trouble because 7.5. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Ah. <laughs> uh, Smooth, supple, more flavor than J-Lo chewing on bubblegum. I like that one, too. That's weird. And I also like the smoother than my baby mom after she gets waxed. <laughs> Fucking guy, man. So he's, he's, so he's got kids, right? Yeah, yeah, he has kids. Presumably he has, he has kid, maybe kids. Yeah, kid. Okay. So we're learning more and more about Raul as time All from context, on. baby. We've got to put it together. Yeah. So we now, like we said, we now know he's not the baseball player. Or at least to the best well, of our knowledge, he's yeah. Not. We, we we have we have we have good faith to believe that he's not, but he still could mm-hmm. be. You never know, right? You never know. You never know. All right, so let's move on uh, to our vinyl pickups. Like I said, that leads into our songs of the week. So, what do you got, Jeff? Go. Oh, don't you have my notes open? Well, fun stuff. Don't you have my notes open? All right, so let me go through some of my purges here, my purge piles. This is Ooh, always fun. Yeah, you got the purge piles now. This one is just some band called Later That Same Year. It's an album by a band that like revolves around English musician Ian Matthews. I really brought him up because he is pretty popular. Maybe our boy Skip knows something about this guy or this band. I don't know. But he was super popular in like the late 60s, 70s and just, I don't know, 
helps shed more light on the argument that old folks have of how music is all bad now and back in my day it was all good. I was like, no, it wasn't because this is fucking stupid. This is pretty bad <laughs> music here. This shit is just, it's so derivative of the times. It's boring. It's awful. And I almost turned it off until this one song came on and I was like, holy fuck, this is, song is like unbelievable. This is really goddamn good. And then I realized it was a cover song of Neil Young. So oh. it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> And now, yeah, then I was great. like, okay, fuck this band. And then I turned it off. What's the name of the band again? Uh, later that same year. Le- that's a dumb name, too. Dumb name. It sounds dumb like a like an name. emo band that from the early 2000s. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, story of the year, later that same year. Probably just Here till Thursday. Bands. Yeah, dude, all these No left turns. Yeah, it's stupid. Taking back yeah. Saturdays. It's all trash. Very stupid. Another one that I purged here is Thin Lizzy, Bad Reputation. You don't like that, huh? I don't. This is their eighth album, 1977. Honestly, I can see why this album is crazy popular, because it kind of does it all. It rocks hard, like some of the big names of the 70s. It shreds as fast as some of like the metal contemporaries, and it has like aggression of kind of like the upcoming hardcore punk scene. And it's not a bad album. Like at all, but there I, I have no nostalgia with this band, and none of these songs are like bangers. They're all just eh, these are good. And I would never listen to this again because there's no wow factor here. Wow. Well, I mean, since you're purging it, I'll take it off your hands <whistles> at a reasonable price, which we can discuss later. But no, it, I'll, I'll, it'll be cheap because it's the cover's kind of damaged. As long as the the record's fine, I don't really care about the yeah. Cover no, play, it, I listened to the whole thing. Played through fine. No, no skips. No loops. All right. Not much service that. noise. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take yeah. it. Not my thing here. All right. Uh, so, another one is Fleetwood Mac live. This was their this was their first official live album released 1980 and recorded taken from years prior. And it's a solid album, and I really really love Fleetwood Mac. And the more I like, get into them, the more I just absolutely love them. But I just really prefer like the Peter Green style over the Lindsey Buckingham stuff. Even though Buckingham is just a fantastic guitarist, one of the greats, because mm-hmm. he has his own unique kind of like finger picking style that I really really like. But this live album is just kind of like a direct recording of their songs, as if they were studio versions, and mm-hmm. it's not what I'm looking for from a live album. So okay. it wasn't bad, um, but I'm not I'm not keeping this. Do they have anything officially live from the Peter Green era? Yeah, they they put out something like much much later, from like the late sixties, early seventies, and that's I, I added to my discogs already, and I want I I want that. I'd be interested in hearing that. Yeah, really interested in that. And I really like pretty much like I really love Stevie Nicks a lot. I think she has a phenomenal voice, and I think she brings just such a, a an air of of like beauty to Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, but fuck yeah. man, dude, some of the songs they put out before she came are just so they're unreal. Good. They're unreal. It's it's not even fair to really say it's the same band. It's not. It's because not. they're they're just two very, very different entities. The the songwriting, everything is so different. And not only that, what the Peter Green era, there's like eight albums before uh Buckingham and Stevie Nicks even came in, right? Yeah. Seven or eight albums, something like that. Yeah. Purged, mm-hmm. gone. Purged, purged. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh next one I almost purged, but I guess I'll keep it. But that's uh Siamese Dream by the Smashing <laughs> You're the uh, Pumpkins. Words. <laughs> Wait, so you're done with the you're done with the word with the purging? The purge pile? Yeah, no more purging. That, that was it for the, the week. That was it for the peepees. But yeah, Smashing Pumpkin, Siamese Dream. Actually this is my third listen through of this one. Wow. Just because I got my new turntable and my new setup and everything, and I wanted to hear just something that I know is going to sound really, really, really good. And I put this on for again, I was like, God damn, this is fucking really, really good. <laughs> and some of these songs are just dumb, dude. It's fucking dumb songs. Like what? Mm, well, that's fine. Like what? You know, you know, some of these songs are fucking dumb. Like what? They're all. First of all, okay. Let me just. Let me just. I guess. Don't say they're all over. dumb because that's just stupid. <laughs> they're <laughs> all dumb. They're all <laughs> trash. They're all fucking garbage songs. No, not for real. But like today's uh, not a worst. good song. Today's today's kind of stupid. That's yeah, stupid today's song. the worst song on it. That's a dumb song. I don't. I don't particularly like it. Kind of like at all. I skip that one a lot. But it sounds like super good. It sounds fantastic. And I like the way this entire record sounds. And I think this is the 2020 pressing. Yeah, this, it's the, the same pressing I have. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's great. And I like, I still like, what I really like about this is you know, 
you know when you get like a good pressing from a, a company or a plant that takes pride in what they're doing because the packaging of this came with like the original inserts but then mm-hmm. it had the vinyl outside of those original inserts and in like plastic sleeves so you got the original inserts and then a plastic sleeve with the vinyl in it yeah, rather yeah. than just putting the vinyl in like the paper cardboard original pla- or inner sleeve that yeah. would scratch it all up and fucking shit like that so I like that like as soon as I see something like that I know okay this is gonna sound great and it does that Billy Corgan cares Billy Corgan cares. BCC. BCC. Yeah, I'm glad I got this. Um, I think I just need like Gish and a door. Melancholy. Yeah, that's melancholy not gonna happen. Too. You got you got a lot to choose from right now. Maybe I'll scalp it. Don't do that. Scalp it not all up. Not for this one. Don't do that. Not Siamese Dream for Melancholy. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Don't do that. Oh, I might. But yeah, that's um, that was it. That was a fun one. And then. That leads me to my pick of the week, baby. That was fast. Yeah. My pick of the week is my pick of the week kind of two things. Because it's a volume one and a volume two, and it's a soundtrack to The Wedding Singer. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Buscemi when he's all drunk outside the the hall there. But yeah, The Wedding Singer. (laughs) These are are two comps and they're all so the first soundtrack, the first volume, I guess, there are two not original songs. There's one Adam Sandler song. And then there's uh, Rapper's Delight, but it's sung by that old lady in the movie. I don't like, remember. Hop. I hate to the him like the old lady with the meatballs. Whatever. I've only seen the movie once. That is not fucking. It was good a long time ago. Why? How have you only? I watched this movie like monthly. <laughs> I just I didn't I didn't care for it much back way back when, but I guess I should watch it again. Not it's really good. It. It's really good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. And then the second one, uh, there's only one. Not original song. That's Adam Sandler, "The Grow Old with You," mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, I don't know. So like the '80s, I, I always harp on the '80s is how it's one of the worst decades in music history, and I still believe that to be true. Correct. But that doesn't mean that there wasn't good songs that came out of the '80s. There was hundreds of good songs that came out of the '80s, and luckily these two comms have the majority of those songs that I want to hear that came out of the '80s. Every single song on these albums are unskippable. Unskippable. It's a decent track listing. There's no, it's not music. decent. It, it's perfect. This is a perfect '80s comp. It's the only comp you need from the '80s. And it's even got yeah, like for pop the, music. For pop music, yeah. And it's got like the cool songs in it, like the "Somebody Kill Me," which is my pick of the week, and then uh, "Grow Old with You." Both of the Adam Sandler songs, and I like Adam Sandler songs. <laughs> I, have, I I had Adam Sandler CDs when I was growing up from uh, Columbia House. And I like of course it. You did. Always Columbia it. House. Always Columbia House. Dude, God, I had so many CDs. From, I don't even know what happened to those CDs, but I had so many CDs from Columbia yeah, House. Probably sold them. Or gave them Hundreds. Away. Probably gave them away. Yeah. But yeah, man, so I, I don't know. Like, like it opens up with Video Killed the Radio Star, but the presidents of the United States of America version, not the Buggles. The Buggles. <laughs> 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 and then it's got, I don't know, like even the Smiths. I'm not a big fan of the Smiths like at all, really. But then like they have a song on here, How Soon Is Now, and it's really good. I like it. But like I would never buy just a Smith's album just for that one song. I would never buy a Seven Inch just for that one song. So I'm happy it's here. Billy Idol, White Wedding's on here, and I talked about like a couple weeks ago. Billy Idol let me down. Like that 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 Rebel Yell album was that song is so fucking good, but that album sucked. It's just not good. Yeah, yeah. But I want White Wedding because White Wedding's a cool song. I like it. It's a good, great song. Great song. Murder Dolls did a good cover of it too. Don't don't care. <laughs> Don't don't care, um, but yeah, I don't know. This is this is a fantastic know. comp. It's cool because because the volume one comes on a, a white vinyl, a, a white wedding variant, as it were to be called. There's two. There's a white and a blue, and the blue one's called Blue Monday version. All right, all right. That's funny, right? Eh? Elbow yeah, to the it's, side. It's, it's eh, all right. Eh? It's all right. I've heard funnier. And the second one is just orange. Just just That's orange. So cool. Yeah, That's it looks cool. nice. I think these uh, these don't sound like great. They don't they don't sound phenomenal. But I'm not really looking to to have a good sound here because these are just a comp. It's a comp of music that I still think is dumb, but at least these are the best of the dumbs. Okay, that's fair. You really had to defend yourself on this one. Because because I do. I I shit talk the 80s a lot. And rightfully so, man. Yeah, rightfully so. Fuck me, dude. Like these, some of these, like the Madonna song, Holiday. 
good song, but it's like six minutes. Like, come on, lady. Like, that should have been like three minutes tops. Let's call mm. it a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. All right, so then. That's a good one. So is this is this technically a cover? It's not an Adam Sandler original, right? This was written by Adam Sandler and another guy. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, but this is performed by Adam Sandler, and this is my this is my favorite of the two, even though the the ending one, the grow old with you, is more endearing, and it's it, it's him singing on the plane with Billy Idol, kind of backing him up, and he's singing to to Drew Barrymore, which I think, dude, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler in the Wedding Singer is one of the the best movie couples of all time like they were just so in that movie those characters were so fucking perfect for each other and both of those actors played those parts so damn well loved it better than 50 first dates yes all right all right debatable but all right. 50 50 first dates i love <laughs> but it's set up just to make you just to pull at your heartstrings yeah yeah it is it is you know it's it's just like a little dog begging woo, 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 woo. Like, okay, like like Clapton with his Tears from Heaven song. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Come on. It worked. It worked. Of course it worked, because how could it not? Like, we'll talk about later in one of the MCR videos. Like, of course the people are going to like that because of its subject material. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm going to play the song Somebody Kill Me from the Adam Sandlers. Okay, I just want to warn you that uh, when I wrote this song, I was listening to The Cure a lot, so. You don't know how much I need you. Somebody kill me from Adam Sandler from the wedding singer from Wedding Crashers. Do you do you remember this song? I don't remember this at all. No. Oh man, it's so. Funny. I, I don't. Re- I don't really remember anything from the movie. Oh man, this this is so funny because like his his he's falling in love with Drew Barrymore at this point, but like Linda what, what just is- tore his heart open and that's his ex girlfriend and then she eventually spends it at his house and answers the door wearing my Van Halen T shirt. <laughs> Fucking but then, cool the, but this part right here, because he he had made fun of John Lovitz earlier, because John Lovitz is also a wedding singer, but he's just like so over the top bad that it's funny, mm-hmm. and he call I think he calls him a psycho, and after the end of the song, you see John Lovitz like slowly peek his head behind like the curtain from backstage, and he's just like <laughs> psycho, and then slowly creeps back. It's so fucking funny. John Lovitz is so damn funny. <laughs> he is so, so fucking funny. Like hearing him in interviews and and all kinds of shit. Oh my god, dude, I laughed so hard. He did Conan O'Brien's podcast like two months ago, and I was just laughing for the whole hour he was on. He's just so subtle, and just kind of mean. He's really good. His timing is perfect. Just just from yeah. like his 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 what I've seen him in movies, he seems very dry and just very, very like condescending and sarcastic and snarky. Oh yeah, totally. He totally is. He's so fucking funny. I think this oh, is on man. HBO Max. You should really give this another another watch through. It's really good, and even even Boy George pointed out because one of the guys from uh, Adam Sandler's band mimics Boy George. Even Boy George was like, "Dude, that's fucking hilarious," and I love that. <laughs> I I'm, I probably will watch it. I mean this 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 movie got like shit reviews and the, the critics hated it, but it's like a that fan favorite. Nothing. Yeah, that means nothing. Yeah. 
That was good. So that was good. Good, good pick. I like but his they, tone on the guitar, too. That's so perfect fucking 80s, right? Come on. It's just, yeah. It's, it's like just, minimal reverb there. And then you come in with the swell and you have like the flange effect on it. Like, oh, it's so mm-hmm. nice. It's so perfect. He has a pretty good scream, too, I will say. He does. Pretty good he's scream. angry. He's an angry guy. Yeah. He's always angry. <laughs> he even sounds a little bit like Kurt Cobain. Just a little bit like Kurt. <laughs> that was good, though. <laughs> These were right, pricey, then. though. These, were they really? These were, these were pricey babies, yeah. I think they're pricey because there's probably a lot of people they have to pay, and so they need some for oh, themselves. Oh, yeah, the licensing and all that. But yeah, they were like $30, $37. Ah, that's a lot for a comp. Yeah. Damn. I I, okay. pro- uh, I would have a hard time buying this, but now I work at a record store. They're, yeah, Rock This Town Records, baby. Rock This Town Records, baby. R-T-R-B. R-T- R-T-T. T-T-R. <laughs> baby yeah so that's where i got these you know well all right then is that all you got for that's it uh, that's all and stuff yeah all right let me jump into my stuff real quick uh starting things out with uh taking back sunday their first record tell all your friends this is the 20th anniversary edition uh this this particular copy the copy that you have as well but i actually have it in my possession uh, it is an or- a nice orange variant. It looks really cool. It doesn't really match the cover at all. I would have loved that that green one. Yeah, that why would they not put the that cover. turquoise like teal thing? There, there is that variant, but it was sold out. Like I think they only uh-huh. limited that to like two hundred, and then the orange ones we have I think are limited to three hundred. But the orange doesn't make any sense. But whatever. So uh, there's that, and it's like I said, it's the twentieth anniversary edition. So they actually redid the cover. They made it an actual painting rather than a photograph of the that that overpass. Yeah. So that, that's kind of cool. But the one thing I thought I'd like a lot about this 20th anniversary edition is not only that it has that 10 inch that comes with it with the, the some of the demos and B-sides <coughs> or just demos, I should say. That part's cool. But the way it's designed is really cool where it's a gate. It's technically it's a gatefold. So the, the actual 12 inch LP fits in like the main the main sleeve. And then the gatefold is smaller to fit the, the 10 inch sleeve. So because it's smaller, you could see the top half of the, the back of the cover. And oh, it has yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Does that make sense? It's like I, a half gatefold kind of thing. Not even, or yeah, like, yeah, like three quarters gatefold. Yeah. It looks really cool. I thought the design was really cool. And I've never seen uh, a record like that or a record jacket I've like never, this. I've never seen anything like that either. What are but the, it's a cool idea. What are the demos? Are they are they the same songs, just like acoustic or anything, or is what? what are They're they, what just are they? the the actual demos of like four of the songs. What songs? I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Are they? Is it like great, or is it just kind of interesting? It Did sounds. It's it's interesting. To it a couple times, maybe. It's interesting. Yeah, maybe a few listens, few listen throughs. But what I do like about it is that they put all the songs on one side, so you're not having to switch songs oh, or God. switch flip it after two songs. So yeah, that's the four songs on one side and then an etching on the back. But the etching on the back, from what I remember, is their new logo, which doesn't make sense, which is kind of stupid. That that panther looking thing, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the etching on the on the B side. But as you were talking right now, I was playing the little guitar part for uh, "Key Without the E." So good. That song's so good. I can't wait to get this copy great. and fucking blast this thing. Mm. So yeah, there you go. I got I got that one uh, finally. And uh, this next thing here, it's uh, I got two seven inches, and they came. They were essentially just um, used as uh, just as packing. You know, how, like whenever we ship stuff, sometimes sometimes we'll throw in like a, a dollar record just to just to fill up space in the package. Yeah. Uh, that's essentially what these these two seven inches are. They come from a band called Status Quo. Have you ever heard of them? No. Neither had I. So <laughs> uh, so I looked them up, and they're they're an English band from London, formed in 1962, and apparently they're very popular. And they have 33 albums. They're still active Jesus. to this day. Yeah, 33 albums. They're they played on the top of the Pops TV show more than any other band. And they've had a lot of hits in the UK, like number one hits in the UK. Never heard of them. I uh, so I threw this on. I'm like, okay, this could actually be cool. Like this could be a gem. And uh, and now I know why they were 
packaging material because like it's just bland fucking talk stuff. About, dude, it is like the most run of the mill blues rock with a little bit of hard rock. Ugh. It's so boring. <laughs> it's like, I mean, just v- the most vanilla van- of vanilla hard rock music from the seventies. Because the 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 songs that that the singles that I got were from like nineteen seventy two and seventy three or something. Uh, hmm. Yeah, this is thirty three uh, albums. Yeah, thirty three albums, like eleven live albums. It's pretty fucking crazy, and uh, yeah, so that that was um, quite quite the disappointment. But I guess I'm gonna keep them until I can, you know, give them away or something. So maybe Skip knows who they are. He probably knows who they are. I mean, if they're probably that huge, probably his favorite <laughs> band. If they're that huge in the UK, I'm sure he knows them. But yeah, I'd never heard of them. And then with a band called Status Quo, then you literally make like boring vanilla music. You just meet the status quo just to barely yeah. scrape by. Super lame. So yeah, I got that. And the only reason why I got those, because this leads into my pick of the week. Uh, the only reason I got those as, as, as filler is because I got a 7-inch from the band Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. And uh, it's a split they did with a band called The Nerds, which I think is a super rad band name. And uh, Frankenstein Drag Queens, if you don't know, if you've never listened to the pod before, is Wednesday 13's second band he was in before the Murder Dolls. And he, they put out a lot of a lot of music, and a, so a lot of those songs turned into Murder Dolls songs. And these two particular songs, Dawn of the Dead and Anti You, were they 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 were never they've never been pressed. These versions have never been pressed on vinyl because they were never on any of the Frankenstein Drag Queen records. So this is the only way to get them on vinyl. They've only ever been on a CD called Rare Treats from back in like 2001 or something like that. But uh, but yeah, so I got this because I can't get these songs anywhere else. And uh, I, if you don't know, Murder Dolls did do a version of the song Dawn of the Dead, but it's pretty much exactly the same. But Anti You, they I don't think they ever really ever played this live. And this is like a B-side, B-side kind of thing. So I uh, got that, and um, which I'll play one of the songs, but then I also want to talk about the Nerds a little bit because that is the split. And on the B-side are two songs from the Nerds, and there's some Italian punk band from the early, early 2000s to mid-2000s, and they're, they're pretty run-of-the-mill punk. They're not nothing nothing great at all. I kind of wanted to make them my my focus and my pick of the week, but they were just so underwhelming. Just typical, typical punk music, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So this is this is an Italian press. Uh, I think they they just got involved with this band, the Nerds, and they like they're like, oh, to promote cross promote, you know, we'll we'll you know do a split with you, and yeah. So this is an Italian pressing, and uh, got this shipped all the way from the Netherlands, which is pretty cool too. Came all the way from from the Dutch country, and um, <laughs> yeah, came here got got here really fast. But yeah, anyway, let's get into my song of the week. Song is called "Anti You," and uh, it's a fast, aggressive song. And the beginning makes me laugh every time. It's a record, like a nine one one emergency recording, and I just I think it's so fucking funny. So is it real? Here it is. I'm pretty sure it's real. I've never come across anything saying it was fake. Oh, but it's it's it makes me laugh every time. So here it is: the song "Anti You" from Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet Thirteen. Fuck you, I'm goddamn six foot two, goddamn eyes of blue, goddamn 230 pounds, come get me, Yeah! 
There you go. Anti-You from the Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. What do you think of this song? It's all right. <laughs> this was totally okay. This was fine. It was it was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. I thought the beginning part was really funny. I didn't know it was like a 911. I thought that was just a joke. But that was funny. <laughs> that was cute. I, uh, I see why like this would appeal, though, because it's a cool 7-inch. If you can't get these songs anywhere else, that's fun. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the cover, um, too. Remember I sent you a picture of that cover? Yeah. Oh, God, that cover. <laughs> it's Jesus terrible. Christ. It's so terrible, but I love it. I fucking love how bootleg it is. Adults think this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty raw-sounding song. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 thought, I love this song. I fucking love this song. Oh, it's so good. So damn good. I okay. wish you liked this band more. I wish you liked Wednesday 13 more. But we'll get there. Um, yeah, no, we'll get I, there. I don't, uh, I don't foresee that happening. When we do that Murder Dolls record, I'll get you. I'll get you one day. We already did a Frankenstein Murder Dolls record, yeah, didn't we? But we didn't do that Murder Dolls record. So yeah, we did the Murder Thirteen record. I think it was. Yeah. I'll get you. I'll get you someday. I'll get you hooked <laughs> I'll get someday. You my pretty. <laughs> 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 all right, so that's all I got for my uh, my songs of the week and the vinyl. So. Let's move on to some new music and other happenings in the music world. So let's see here. So a new album came out, a popular album. I actually meant to listen to this, but I completely forgot. I wish you would have reminded me. But so I'm blaming this on you. Uh, Post Malone put out a new record called 12 Carat Toothache. And how was it? I think it is fantastic. Of course you do. I think it's amazing. I think it's great. I think uh, it's very, it's very like, like, kind of dark and melancholy and sad and it was it was held it supposedly was withheld from the label for a while because it was so sad and like the label was hoping that Posty would kind of get out of this funk this was like post pandemic but still kind of in this lonely phase and and post was writing like a lot of a lot of sadder tunes a lot of sadder songs mm-hmm. but i i think this is so good dude I, I i love post malone i think he's so fucking cool I I cannot ding him in any way. Like there's nothing about him that I dislike. I think I think you like his music more because you you like him as a person so much. That's quite possible. And what he it does outside of music. Because and he like, does seem like a really cool, nice, genuine person. Yeah. It really does seem like that. So but his music, man, I I just find it so hard to like. I really do. I want to like this guy so bad. But you, I just can't do it. Check out this uh, this week's this week's uh, drop. His song that he did with Doja Cat, I think, is the best track on the entire album. Even though I, I like can't Doja stand Cat. that girl, I, I kind of like Doja Cat. Uh, I kind of like her. That's like the best song on the album. I think it's so damn good. But the whole album is just very very downtrodden, very melancholy. And I like it. I dig it. Is it still all hip hop? I mean, if you call it hip hop, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. It's like a new version of hip hop. So these fucking kids think Sub- hip hop is. Fucking subgenre, you know. Yeah, no, it, 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 is, it is that. Yeah, it is that. There's not a whole lot of, of, of variety here. All right. I mean, I'll give it a listen because I want to know what the hype is all about. And I, like I said, I really want to get into him. I really want to. I dig. Out of the, out of the three, out of the three records I think that have come out this year, I think so. Like Black Star and, and the Mad Lib collab, and the Kendrick oh, Lamar I'm, and the Posty. Uh, this one's probably my favorite. And then I would probably say the Black Star and then Kendrick Lamar. Really? Yeah. This is better than Black Star? I think so, yeah. I mean, this is pop, though. This is like, this is pop focus. Like, the Black Star is very, very hip hop, Black Star, kind of taking it back to like the 90s with a little bit of added electronic stuff from from today's age, where Post Malone is essentially just pop music put to hip hop beats. I for, I totally forgot about that Black Star, but it's just so annoying. It's it's only on that one obscure website that does nothing. So I, I'll probably I like, never listen to it. I like the idea of of doing that, but like you gotta you gotta let me know. You gotta market it more. Like at least yeah. put it on SoundCloud. I know, right? Uh, or Bandcamp at least. Something. At least make some money off of it outside of the big two streaming sites. But anyway. Uh, so let's move on to some new songs. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers put out uh, a song. Well, it, I guess technically it's a new song. It's a B-side from the new record. And uh, the uh, the song is called Nerve Flip. 
and uh, it was good. Did you listen to it? Yeah. It was good. I wouldn't say it's the greatest thing on the record, but it was fine. Not the worst. I don't like that this is like happening like this. Because if this, if this song was fantastic, if this song was like blowing my mind, then I don't have it. And I just bought the fucking record. <laughs> and that yeah. bothers me. That fucking irritates me so much. But it's not so, uncommon. Every band does this. I know. And it bothers me every single time it happens. Like, why am I buying your fucking music if you're just going to release something else that's really good? Like, now I'm not going to buy that. So that's annoying. Um, but luckily, this song is, is, is forgettable. I don't even remember how it goes, to be honest. I, I, I don't, don't remember the damn either. thing. I don't either. I don't either. I actually listened to the new Chili Peppers this week. Solid record, man. I really think it's a really, really good record. I was just talking about it at the record store at Rock This Town. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of set everybody up. I was like, you guys like the Chili Peppers? And everybody, kinda, everybody says the same thing. I do. I like a lot of songs, but Anthony Kiedis bothers me. I said, okay, it's that's fair. That's that's fact. That's fa- that's objective. So have you heard the new record? And everyone's like, no, I didn't even bother with it. Well, you should because it's fucking great. Yeah. It's really good. Really good. So I'm so surprised how much I like it. But it's not like the greatest record ever made. It's no. just when you have expectations so low, it's good. It's just it nice to have a record come out new from an old band that have tried so hard in the past. And they put out something that's just like, damn, this is good. This is good yeah. to great. Not quite great, but this is good to great. And I'm happy with it. All right. So this next new song is uh, from Panic at the Disco. It's called Viva Las Vengeance, and uh, this is the first song they put out in a couple years, first song they put out since the rape allegations from the singer against the singer, and um, yeah, this is, uh, I, I don't like this band at all. I've never liked this band. <laughs> I've never liked this band, and this is like everything else they've done. It's obnoxious. It's theater. It's high school theater rock. That's what this is, high school theater rock. And it's obnoxious. It really is obnoxious. What do you think of it? You probably fucking loved it, cuck. I didn't think it was bad. No. So, like, if if you compare to uh, Fever, you can't sweat out to their last one, the Too Late to Die, Too Weird to Live, or something. Mm-hmm. Like, those are pretty different. Like, a Fever, you can't sweat out. That is a very self-aware theater kid thing, like you're saying. And this whole theater kid emo shit will be brought up again later on in the big episode. Mm-hmm. But a fever you can't sweat out is at least very self-aware. It's very campy. It's dumb. It's goofy. They know it is. But like, then they started getting serious, and then, like this this new song that comes out is not quite on the same level of camp as a fever you can't sweat out is, and it's still good. It's still a good pop song, but I don't think they'll ever be able to attain that kind of, that kind of like, innocent fun as their first album, just because. You can't. You can't keep putting stuff out like that. Otherwise, you're going to be just a comedy act. Yeah, true. I mean, so many bands have have, have come and gone trying to do that. Gym class heroes, right? <laughs> that was a, that's a kind of a jokey band. Well, Cobra Starship, Three Hundred Three, like all these bands are just LMFAO. Very self aware. Oh uh, boy, it was yeah, fine. This, yeah, this. So, uh, Third Eye Blind. You put this one up. Uh, it claims it's an acoustic version of their song. How's it going to be? And um, it wasn't acoustic, that's for sure. But what do you think of this? It's like electronic. You, you don't even care what acoustic is, though. As long as people are plugged into amps and it's not acoustic, and but you yeah. think it's acoustic, so what are you talking about? It's it's not a, it's not an acoustic song. All drum sets are acoustic. It's just it's, it's just a a quiet version of the song. It's good though. I really liked it. I would have liked to hear an actual acoustic, which is with Stephen just playing the guitar. Because he That's does it on he does it on their self titled, so mm-hmm. why not just do it here? So I, I agree, it's not acoustic. I would have liked it to be fully acoustic, but uh, I love this. But that's just because I love the song. That's so good. I kind of wonder though did did he redo the vocals or did they just put the vocal track over over the music? No, this sounds like they he's redoing the vocals okay. because I don't think he's hitting. I don't think the feelings there as much as it was on 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 record. I think that's it's little, true. Yeah, it's a little older. It's a little more subdued. It's not quite uh, as adventurous. But yeah, I think I think I read somewhere that this is going to become like a bigger thing. There's going to be like an acoustic record or no, um, unplugged. That's what it is. Third Eye Blind unplugged is supposed to be coming out. Hmm. And this was I'm the interested. first track that they dropped from it. 
And uh, I'm very interested in if it's just Third Eye Blind self-titled Unplug plus that that. Oh, um, what is that song? I'll, nev- I'll never let you go. Never let you go. Yeah. Oh, that song's so good. So if it's just like Third Eye Blind self-titled, <laughs> unplugged, plus I'll never let you go, oh, I'm pre-ordering. Man. Oh, for sure. For sure. But if it's unplugged their entire discography, I, I don't really care too much. Yeah. Not that it's bad. It's just It just doesn't have that same hit that that first you, record does. You started too high, bro. You started too high. <laughs> they started like the highest you could possibly go. That it's record, like starting I, a new I listened job. to that record last week too. It's so good. It's like starting a new job and you just come out hot, dude. You just you start the new job and you're like the top performer for the first like week and you just like on point of every single thing. But like <laughs> yeah. you can never meet those expectations again. No. And then everything starts can't. to fall apart. Yeah. Just because <laughs> yeah. everyone thinks that that's what you should be like normally. And it's like, no, that was I don't know why I did that. That's that's third eye blind. Came out too hard. All right. So this last last thing here you also put up, it's from the band Academy Is. It's uh, the song is called Superman, and I got really excited because I thought no, it was going to be the cover, the Goldfinger <laughs> uh, cover of the Goldfinger song. So I was super stoked, uh, but then it wasn't. But I ended up really liking the song. The song was really good. Yeah, because this band is good. Well, okay, I thought you were going to say something else, <laughs> but this this is the song is very good, but it is like a direct ripoff of a Beatles song. Ah, oh, what song? Just every Beatles song from oh, the yeah. early '60s, okay. every Beatles song from the early early '60s is this song. I really like it. I dig it, but there are just so many parts that sound like it. The way they harmonize with each other and the way he sings certain things, the drums, everything, the song structure is very, very Beatles. I'm just, I'm just excited. We, we are hopefully going to get some new music. It's been over like 10, 15 years since they released an album. Really? So that long. Yeah, I think the last one they did was maybe 2010, maybe like 2009, 8, 7. Shit. It's been a long time. So we, uh, I don't know, this is cool. And dude, that first album, Almost Here, that's a, whew, that is a banger of a banger of an album. <laughs> I've always thought they were, they were just okay. I was never Oof. really into them. Oof. I mean, I'm sure we'll eventually do, the, do that album on the podcast. But It's been on my list for many, many moons. I know, I've seen it. I've seen it. Many, many moons. But yeah, I'm excited for this. I, I thought the song was okay, to be honest. I didn't think it was great. I was just happy to hear something from the Academy is. Yeah. It was it exceeded my expectations. It was good. Yeah. All right, so do we have anything else? I mean that that's it for new music. You yeah, that's uh, that's it, that's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Give us five stars, tell all your friends, because we're the best. Thank you for listening, and that's it. That's all.